Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. Stand up for your country. So um, I know a lot of liberal people. Obviously, I know thousands of people and I don't hang with one group. And um, most of the liberals I know are have adopted that philosophy or believe in the liberal tenets because they feel it's more compassionate than conservatism. All right. And because they want to help people. They want to help the underdog. And this has been in play since the late 1960s in the Vietnam War. You know, we are compassionate, give peace a chance, uh, all, all of that, okay? Liberalism. But now that's changed. And I'm going to prove that to you tonight. It's changed totally. So liberal America is now apathetic in many cases to human suffering. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. There is a video, and I'm going to run it for you now, of three little girls ages 9, 6, and 18 months who were trapped on an island, Mexico-controlled island, in the Rio Grande River and rescued by the National Institute of Migration, a Mexican organization. Now, the girls were crying. 
No adults in sight. You can see that. Okay. Uh, This is a horrendous, horrific story. These three little girls could have drowned, right? They're that close to the river. The Mexican authorities have them now. They're in foster care in Mexico, and you can imagine how that is. The the girls are from El Salvador. And again, uh, we're in contact with the Mexican authorities. Where are their parents? What's going on? How did they get there? The nine-year-old should be able to tell the authorities about the odyssey. But keep in mind that unaccompanied minors, I mean, the stats are unbelievable. It's about more than 300,000 since Joe Biden has been in office of kids like that just showing up at the Mexican border, more than 300,000. And um, more than 1,000 migrants of all ages have died in their odyssey to get to the USA. This is a human rights situation down there. And they come to the border, all the migrants do, because they think they can just walk in to America, which they can because of this insane, lax border policy that President Biden has instituted. Now, I write a very vivid message of the day on BillOReilly.com about that. But no one can argue that when little children, 18 months old, one of them, are in danger of being killed, that something should be done to stop this. But nothing is being done. And I mean that literally, nothing is being done. The corrupt corporate media didn't even cover this story, even though they had the video. Everybody had the video that you just saw, okay? They didn't mention it. Only Fox News mentioned it, and briefly. Okay, this is a very important piece of tape to show any caring American how bad this is down on the southern border. Now, the last time that President Biden even addressed unaccompanied minors coming to the border was a year ago. I'm sorry. Um Almost a year ago, March 25th, 2021, almost a year ago. Hadn't said a word, nothing. White House press corps, nah, don't care. Why don't they care? Because the corporate media is invested in Joe Biden. They want him to succeed and the progressive Democratic Party to rule. That's why. So any negative story, and this certainly is a negative story against Biden. I mean, what what do you want? This policy of allowing millions of foreign nationals into this country is causing death and destruction and displacement of children. Look at these three little girls. What's going to happen to them? Does Biden care? No. If America shut down that border, he issued an executive order today saying we're suspending all asylum claims and not allowing anybody to enter unless you have proper credentials, paperwork. If he shut it down today, that would stop 
take a little time for word to get out, but it would stop the madness. So that's one emergency way to do it. But he won't. Because he doesn't care. I could sit here and, and, and show him that video, and he could sit next to me, and I'd say, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he blamed the Republicans. You know what he'd do. So, you know, sometimes in the news business, you got to get personal. And this is as personal to me as I've any, ever seen any story. And I'm not, I'm not even going to get into the hundreds of thousands of people being killed by fentanyl and the narcotics that are record amounts of narcotics streaming across that open border. Maybe you get into that pain and the millions of American citizens here that are being, that are suffering because of unregulated migration in many, many different ways. And he doesn't care. And you know what? I don't know if the majority of the American people care. Because in the midterm election, they had a chance, the voters had a chance to repudiate the Democratic Party. It, they didn't. What Democratic senator? Schumer? Have you heard him say anything about these little kids at the border? Kamala Harris? Who? Who? No one. No one on the Democratic side. And even the Republicans aren't strong enough on the issue. They're not strong enough. They should be out there today with a press conference. Okay, McConnell and uh, all the other Democratic leaders, McCarthy, should be out there with this tape going, it's got to stop. They're not. They're not. And that's the memo. Okay. Good news on inflation came in this morning uh, in December. Uh, it fell from um, 4.9 to 4.6. That's the PPI. That's food and energy and all of that. And wholesale prices fell 0.5%. That's good news. Inflation's coming down. It hasn't been coming down a, a little bit since June. Now, people who dislike President Biden, when they get good news, because it's good news for Biden, they don't like it. That's wrong because Americans are suffering. So if inflation comes down, that's good. Keeping in mind that Biden started inflation by attacking the fossil fuel industry the day he took over. That's what ignited all this, okay? So he caused it and now it's coming down, but not, not everything. So gasoline dropped 13.4% in December. That's what drove the inflation rate down. But if you go to the grocery store, or the restaurants, or takeouts, or whatever, you know you're paying as much now as you paid in June, even more in some cases. Every time I walk into a new restaurant, I see the menu. It's brand new. Whenever you see a brand new menu in a restaurant, you know prices are going up. That's why they print a new menu. All right, but you should not be rooting against the American people. We want to bring inflation down. But here's something really interesting. Um, the stock market tanked today at least up until tape time. We're not quite at the close, but it was down at one point, almost 500 points. I thought it was going to be up 500 points because this is good news on inflation. The stock market has no confidence in Biden. And one of the reasons why is we're starting to see the big layoffs now. So Microsoft announced today it's going to cut 10,000 people immediately. Amazon announced last week 
that 18,000 people are going to be laid off. Uh, Meta, Twitter, BlackRock, Bed Bath & Beyond, they're done, Bed Bath & Beyond. Goldman Sachs, they're all laying people off. Now, that has nothing to do with inflation. That has to do with they're not making as much money as they want to make, these corporations. Okay? So they're laying people off. That's what leads to a recession. All of it is, is combined, but... If there's going to be a recession this year, oh, it's going to be horrible because then you combine the higher prices with people losing their jobs. Um, President Biden's schedule, he had nothing today. He didn't do anything, at least uh, nothing on his official schedule, which is pretty unbelievable. Now, yesterday, um, he had the Golden State Warriors who won the NBA crown last year. Uh, at the White House. They're a very liberal basketball operation. They love Biden. Okay, I got two sound bites uh, from that. Rule number one. There's several other members of the California delegation here, are also here, along with several city and state leaders. But as Kamala said, we're, uh, we're all closely monitoring the storms, the floods, the landslides all across California. Okay, so it's Kamala, not Kamala, but I don't think that really matters. I wanted to show it to you because there are a lot of people running with that. Um, Kamala, Kamala, okay. Doesn't bother me. The next one is a little bit more um, troubling. Maybe that's too strong a word. Roll it. Reimagine the team around the big three, Steph, Draymond, and uh, and Kai. Well, you guys are incredible. I mean, you add up to 72 feet. Um, (laughs) You're amazing. I swear to God, you're incredible. (laughs) So nobody knows what he's talking about. The 72 feet, and we had to investigate this, is the combined height, I guess, of the five starting Golden State Warrior lineup. <laughs> he forgot Clay Thompson's name. <laughs> I, I mean, look, the guy is befuddled, all right? That's the only reason I'm showing you this is it's not getting any better, not improving. Okay, so... Um, A new House committee, subcommittee, has been created to investigate the FBI and the weaponization of the federal government in politics. Select subcommittee headed by Jim Jordan, a Republican from Ohio, as you know. Um, The subcommittee, they say, will be granted access to the highest levels of the FBI and CIA to get their records and issue subpoenas to find out if they interfered with the presidential elections of 16 and 20, which they did. We already know that, but now we're going to get data, I guess. I guess. I'm not sure. The subcommittee uh, will include 13 Republicans, five Democrats, and uh, House Speaker McCarthy is in charge of appointing who's going to be on that, but they know that Jordan will handle it. Now, all of this is good because I was on a Hannity uh, radio program today, and I talked about this. We talked about it, Hannity and I, about how the FBI has been corrupted. And it's the most powerful law organization in the world. And, and it's corrupt now. And I, there's no doubt that it is. Um, and I, so I asked my staff, find somebody who knows all about this. And we came up with a man named Thomas Baker. He's got a brand new book, The Fall of the FBI, How a Once Great Agency Became a Threat to Democracy. He uh, was a special agent for the FBI for 33 years. He joins us now from Colorado. So, Mr. Baker, thank you for helping us out tonight. And, I mean, the question is simple. 
I don't think there's any doubt the FBI interfered um, with the 16 election on Russian collusion. And then again in 20 with the Twitter situation, they were trying to suppress stories, the Bureau was, uh, with the social media companies. But who's behind this? What is happening there? Do you know? This began, Bill, uh, was caused by Robert Mueller, when he was director, creating a cultural change in the FBI. And it was exacerbated by the poor leadership, terribly poor leadership of James Comey. All right. So the first name you mentioned, who was that again? Robert Mueller, when he was directed, okay. he became directed just a few days before the September 11th attacks. Correct. So and you now, say, you say Robert Mueller, okay, as director of the FBI throughout the 9-11 years, okay, corrupted the FBI. Number one, how did he do that? He, he said about, and he said he was doing this, to change the culture from a law enforcement organization to an intelligence-driven organization. That had a lot of unintended consequences. Basically, in a law enforcement organization, you exist, you live. The mindset is every day to go forward to that day. And that day comes when you raise your right hand, swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. That's quite different than an intelligence agency to which their tool is deceit, deception, they deal in estimates, best guesses. He changed that culture inside the FBI. He created the environment situation with these very specific abuses, one or two which you alluded right. to, were allowed to take place. Now, that makes perfect sense to me. So after 9-11, it goes into a domestic intelligence agency like the CIA is a foreign intelligence agency instead of concentrating on its mandate of law enforcement. That makes perfect sense. So in the process of that transition that Mueller is overseeing, is he hiring ideologues like Comey and McCabe and all these people that surface to try to defeat Donald Trump? Did he hire those people specifically because he knew they were left wing people or Democratic people? Not exactly, but those who got ahead were those who came up on that on that uh on that intelligence side of the house. And he, he changed changed the way cases were managed. He did the, what the CIA does, he threw it, threw it all in headquarters. Traditionally in the FBI, cases were managed from the field and there were levels of review, field agent, then the field supervisor, then the agent in charge, and finally headquarters had, had some oversight. What Mueller did with the Hillary Clinton email investigation and the Russian collusion uh, fiasco he brought them into headquarters, and that that continued um, very much uh, to the present day. And that's, yeah, that's I mean, look, okay. So they uh, brass at the FBI was calling you shots, but it still doesn't explain why a person like Hillary Clinton, who obviously broke the law by having classified information on her personal cell phone, there was no doubt about that. All right, and the FBI actually had to say it to the American people, but then it said. Well, she didn't really know. She didn't do it on purpose. Prosecutors wouldn't bring this case, which was a political decision, correct? But why did they want to cover for Hillary Clinton? That was, that was, that was James Comey and his poor leadership, and he specifically did that. And I know from people I'm talking to, the New York office and elsewhere, they were 
very upset with that decision at the time, but that was Comey. Served the role of, of the Department of Justice, of the U.S. Attorney, and ultimately of the Attorney General in doing that. He was, he was just, his poor leadership exacerbated cultural, bad cultural change that Robert Mueller had started. Okay, but Comey would have to favor the left and, you know, Trump had a chance to fire Comey and didn't. Um, but he, he obviously was favoring the left. I mean, that's what these FISA warrants on the bogus uh, information on Russian collusion. That was what it was all about. And then it didn't stop, even though the right wing and the conservatives and Trump himself attacked the FBI. The FBI still injected itself into the 2020 election by going to Twitter and this is from Elon Musk, and basically telling Twitter, don't run anti-Biden stories. I mean, they, 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 seem to be, they seem to be emboldened even though they were exposed. Well, that was, potentially, that's one of the most outrageous things of all. And the people on the left, as well as the right, should be outraged about it. That, that really violates the whole spirit and intent of the First Amendment of the Constitution, freedom of speech. The FBI, the federal government, is forbidden from interfering with people's yeah. freedom of speech. Well, now that's why we have private entity to do it. Absolutely. That's why we have now all of this. What drives me crazy is when uh, you get the FBI chief, uh, the present guy, going into Congress and won't answer any questions. I mean, he just won't answer them. Oh, there's an investigation here, and I can't really answer that. I mean, and then, you know, he walks back, and Merrick Garland's not going to do anything to him. No, what, what happened, and you're referring to uh, Chris Ray. but every time that one of these things have come to the surface, going back to Russian collusion and two or three other instances over the last three or four years, he has always said ultimately to Congress and others that the, the, the uh, discreets, uh, the bad apples, have been fired. And what he's failed to do, in, in my mind, in the mind of many of us, he's failed to look at the underlying reason why this keeps happening, why we keep having this problem with the FBI, and it's because of this fundamental cultural change. And the only way you're going to reform the FBI is change the culture. And that can be done. Sure, that can be done, but I don't believe Ray. Ray. Ray had to know that his agents were going to Silicon Valley uh, on a regular basis because they actually paid uh, Twitter $3 million dollars. Okay, for what I don't know, but we'll find out. But Ray had to know they were doing that. He he had to get a report from those field agents out there. So Ray's just not telling the truth. Well, or they're so deeply into this. And I I've spoken I spoke just a few weeks ago to a young woman, a very nice young woman, who's an analyst with the FBI. They just quite can't see that this manipulation. Twitter is actually violating the free speech of Americans. They said they were trying to uh, prevent monkey business at the election by the Russians, but most of the people, almost all of the people whose speech they censored were Americans or American organizations, uh, censored or, or, or shadow banned. In yeah. Well, look, it's got to come to an end. I hope those House subcommittees can do it. I'm not sure they can or not. I know the FBI is not going to answer any questions about anything. They're going to come in there, either take the fifth or say, I can't do this or I can't do that. 
Um, maybe they'll get a few whistleblowers. You know, I, I just want to make one further comment. I wrote a book called Killing the Mob, and the same thing happened with J. Edgar Hoover. Hoover then changed the uh, FBI from a crime-fighting organization, that's the way it started, chasing the bank robbers in the 30s, into an anti-communist organization that got involved in all kinds of politics, and Hoover did all kinds of illegal things to get dirt on people like Martin Luther King and presidents, every president. Hoover had dirt on them, which is why he kept his job. So the FBI abuses aren't new. I mean, this was an organization that was corrupted by its original director, J. Edgar Hoover, and now we're right back to where we were when Hoover died, and then it cleaned itself up when you were there, in the beginning of when you were there, okay? So history has repeated itself. Last word. Well, and hopefully it will repeat itself again. What happened back then is we had the church committee and the pipe committee, and they laid out a whole series of reforms, FISA, and within the DOJ and the FBI, we had the Attorney General guidelines. And they were good, and they worked for 30 years uh, until um, Mueller and Comey changed the culture. And that's essentially the subject of my book, the damage that those two men did to the FBI. And it has to be undone, and it can be undone. Culture can be changed. Yeah, the Mueller thing is very interesting. So the book is The Fall of the FBI by Thomas Baker. We appreciate it, Mr. Baker. Thanks for helping us out today. Thank you, Bill. Okay. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Uh, over in Davos, Switzerland, uh, fat cats from all over the world fly in. They get a free ski vacation. They can write it off, uh, and they have their little... Um, uh, conferences in Davos every year it drives the right wingers crazy. They think a lot of these people are communists. A lot of them want a one world economy. And there is some of that. Um, I don't know for sure if there is a dominant um, thought process at Davos. But anyway, it's a big deal. So Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia goes over and says this. Go. The problem we have is the open press system and basically all the platforms. So if you're able to have five platforms, social platforms, that you can basically um, personify the extremes, somebody who is extremely right or extremely left, and it seems like that is the majority speaking. They're not the majority, but they're basically driving everybody to make a decision. Okay, so Manchin's under uh, pressure. He's apologized. I don't know what he's apologizing for because he's right uh, that social media is distorting information and point of view and have been 
for 10 years and are making it very difficult for not only Americans, but everybody all over the world to know what the truth is. But there's nothing you can do about it because under our Constitution is freedom of speech and freedom of the press. But in Britain, uh, they have a new law that says they're going to put social media CEOs in prison if they do anything on their platforms to threaten children. Now, that's a pretty big umbrella. All right. So this tells me that London uh, and the parliament, they've had enough of this social media stuff. And they're starting to say to the CEOs, you better watch it. So you can get two years in prison if you're a CEO of a social media company. If you do anything, you have to go to court, of course, be charged that threatens children. This is UK. Um, This is a crime story that very few are covering, but I think it's very interesting because I've told you I will not go to Mexico. I've been all over the country. It's a beautiful country. I will not go. So a man named Elliot Blair, 33 years old, took his wife for their first year anniversary, wedding anniversary, to Rosarito Beach in Baja for a uh, little celebration. He winds up dead. Okay. The family that live in Orange County, California, can't get any information. And uh, they believe that there was a violent crime here. That's what the family believes. The Mexican authorities are saying that Blair committed suicide by jumping off the balcony of his fourth floor room, even though the Blair's room was on the third floor. So you can see how competent the Mexican investigation is. Anyway, it hasn't reached the uh, national news, but KBC in Los Angeles is covering Roll the Tape. The family says Mexican officials investigating Blair's death have not contacted them directly. They also went on to say they were urged multiple times to have Blair's body cremated, despite them repeatedly saying they wanted their own independent medical examiner. Well, good luck with that, because uh, Mexico is not going to cooperate in any way in the death of this man. We're going to follow it, but they know if he was killed at a swanky hotel, that's going to hurt tourism. Okay? Putin. So uh, everything coming out of Russia is suspect. No free press there. Nobody has access to Putin. Nobody. Okay? But there is a report from a former Russian intelligence officer that Putin has Parkinson's disease and cancer. That's the report. No one can confirm this. Putin doesn't look good, but he could be around for another 10 years. Who knows? In the meantime, he has ordered his armed forces to expand to 1.5 million on the ground in Europe. Okay. Now, this, of course, is causing all kinds of trouble in Europe. They're afraid. I don't know why they're afraid. It's a Russian army can't even defeat Ukraine. So if it goes up against NATO forces, not going to be good. But it just shows you the mindset of Putin. Putin is in the war mode. Got to be very careful here. All right, unhealthy estates. As I told you yesterday, we did a sugar thing again. Obesity and poor health is driven by diet primarily. The second thing is heredity. So if your parents and grandparents were susceptible to a certain disease, you may be too. But it's mostly in America diet and um, lifestyle. So 
Fast food is cheap. Fast food is terrible for you. There's no good fast food. So if you're on that drive in line two, three times a week, your body's going to suffer and the sugar is off the chart. Okay, you're consuming those sugar drinks and those desserts and and all of that. Your body's going to break down and you're going to suffer before you die early. That's going to happen. These are the most least healthy states in the country. We'll do that first. West Virginia, Mississippi, Kentucky, Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, Louisiana, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Ohio. They're all working class states, okay, where there's a heavy dose of poor people and they eat the cheap food. These are the healthiest states in the country. Hawaii, that's a terrific state. I mean, if you can take the island uh, being so far away from everything, you know, the climate there and um, culture is very uh, healthy. Utah always surprises me. Utah, they're, I guess, the outdoors there. Minnesota, California, Massachusetts, Colorado, Washington State, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey. I mean, I'm surprised with New York and New Jersey because there's so much stress here living in this metropolitan area in New York. My God. But they're supposed to be the healthiest states. Smart life. Okay, got your pen and pad. It's always good to listen and watch the No Spin News with a pen and pad. Couponcabin.com. Couponcabin, one word. Okay, I think cabin's capitalized, so it's couponcabin.com. You go there, and you type in, it's free, what you want or what company you want to do business with. Home Depot, Sears, Target, 1-800-Flowers. They have almost all the big companies. And then, right before your eyes, coupons come up, discounts. So this is a great resource if you want to save money, and that's why we're in business at Smart Life, my segment. Again, couponcabin.com. This day in history, January 18th, 1862, John Tyler dies at age 71. He was the 10th U.S. president. So I told Hannity, he goes, why should I care? Okay. It's a good question. Why do you care? Why do I care that John Tyler died on this day 161 years ago? Here's why. Tippy Canoe and Tyler, too. Remember that? In school, they used to teach history that Tippy Canoe was William Henry Harrison, elected president um, um, March 4th, 1841. He took the oath of office. There's Harrison. Indian fighter. That was Tippy Canoe, the Battle of uh, Tippy Canoe. Harrison dies 30 days in from pneumonia, okay, because he gave his inauguration speech um, without a jacket, and it was like 12 below zero. And so he dies. Tyler takes over. Tyler's a bad guy. All right. He's a slaver, uh, 40 slaves at his plantation. And he's a states guy that didn't want anything to do with the federal government. And he almost ruins the country in the four years he's in there. Okay. He wasn't even renominated because he was so bad. But he did one thing that no president has ever done he fathered 15 children. 15. I can't even imagine that this day in history. All right, we got mail. We got a final thought about settling scores back in a moment. Everything is expensive these days. You know that the government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices 
higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Let's go to the mail. Peter, concierge member. And, you know, concierge members, I'm available to you. You got a problem. You need some advice. You want some clarification on any of the news stories. Write directly to me. We will get it back to you mostly within 24 hours. The LowRiley.com concierge membership, it will enhance your life. Peter says, I get progressive's basic premise. America is a terrible country. But assuming the truth of that for a moment, why do they want so many poor and suffering people to come here? And why would those migrants want to come to such an awful place. Number one, we are the leader in the world in opportunity, even though everybody knows that, the migrants know it. And number two, poor people usually sign up for the Democratic Party because they are the party of entitlement, which is why they want poor people to come here. Ron Jajak, Cortland Manor, New York. Bill, would it be worth the House initiating impeachment or is it merely a waste of time? Pence, your impeachment sends a message. If you're going to go after a, you know, Mayorkas, the Department of Homeland Security chief, that's a waste of time. With Biden, if you get something from these House committees, depends what it is. You know, Senate's not never going to convict, but it does get people's attention. Michael DeNoia, Philadelphia, those on a political left are harmoniously stating that raising the debt is to pay for appropriations approved by Congress for spending in the past. I was under the impression that raising the debt limit is required before Congress can pass appropriations above the limit to be spent in the future. It's complicated, okay? We have obligations here. So people buy bonds, that has to be paid off, okay? America's running out of money to pay those debts. So are they future payments? Yes, but the bonds are bought in the past. So that's the problem. And that's what the debt limited. Democrats don't want any limits on spending at all. They want to bankrupt the economy because then the government would have to step in and run the economy. And that's what the progressives want. Twen Wen, 
Liberty Township, Ohio. Inflation still has a ways to go to reach the goal of 3%. It, however, has been eased in the past months. If inflation continues to ease further, do you think restaurants and other places will back down their prices? Depends if they're doing well. So if the restaurant raises its price and they're still making money and they haven't fallen off because people aren't going there, they're going to keep the prices there. If businesses are suffering, then they'll lower them back down, but not the way they were. They're not going to give back 100%. Bill Wallace, Quorum, New York. Biden recommends that police only shoot people in the legs when threatened, which doesn't make anyone feel safe. Do you think he'll recommend Secret Service do the same? It was a dumb statement by Joe Biden. Okay, anybody in law enforcement understands you don't draw your weapon and point it unless you yourself are in danger, and you don't be shooting people in the leg. It's stupid. Ronnie Christensen, Frankfurt, Illinois. Your comments about Martin Luther King Jr. are spot on. I feel the most important aspect of his life is that black leaders who follow him never understood him. They understand him. It's just that there's money in being divisive. Al Sharpton has made millions and millions and millions of dollars by dividing the races, pitting black against white. Never would he have made that money had he adopted Dr. King's philosophy. It's about money. Deborah Ferrari, Tomball, Texas. I hope you are having a pleasant evening, Bill. Um, you know, my evenings are busy. Some of them are pleasant, but a lot of work. There's an app called Yucca, Y-U-K-A, Y-U-K-A. The app looks like a carrot, and if you go there, it shows you the ingredients on food products. Okay, good tip. Yucca, if you want to know what's in the food you are eating. I do. Thomas Merckx, Maryville, Tennessee. Rumors McDonald uses one pound of sugar for each gallon of sweet tea. Well, sugar is bad. You should also warn your readers and listeners about salt. Salt is not good, an overdose of salt, but it's targeted. Salt is targeted. Some people like me, I use salt and I have my blood pressure is perfect. Okay. Other can't. But sugar, everybody suffers. That's the difference. I'm not the food police here. I am the life police. Norm Ribble, Elephant Butte, New Mexico. Love that. Elephant Butte, New Mexico. Do you make the Killer Series available on Kindle? Yes. We just did a deal. I think it's for Killing England on Kindle. These are separate deals, but if you go in... You can find uh, whether there all the books are on audio. Some are on Kindle. We have to make separate deals, but we just made a good one. And we would like you to check out Killing the Legend, still going strong after all this time. I even forget how many weeks. It's September that's out. Lisa Marie Presley, of course, uh, dying young. She is uh, part of the Elvis section, obviously. So Killing the Legend is a good book. You like it. If you sign up for premium membership on BillOReilly.com, and we hope you will consider it, you get a free copy of either Killing Legends or any of my books. Okay, uh, word of the day, do not be perfidious. I love that word. P-E-R-F-I-D-I-O-U-S. Perfidious. Don't want to do that. Okay, I got a very provocative final thought on settling scores moments away. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. 
The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's the final thought of the day. Now, I am a Christian, and I believe in forgiveness. That's a tenet of Christianity. But if people don't ask for forgiveness, if they defy Generally speaking, as a Christian, I have to forgive. I can't condemn people to hell because I have to be judged, too. You can't do that. But personally, I have a list right here of people that deserve some payback. It's not revenge. It's justice, righteous justice. In my mind, there are people who have done terrible things to me and to others that I know are terrible. Now, settling scores with those people. Some of them I can't settle the score. Frustrates me, but I can't. Others I can. And I have to think long long and hard about doing it. Because whenever you settle a score, even though you may be right, righteous justice, there's going to be an unintended consequence. It's going to come back in some way to you. You've got to be prepared for that. It's got to be worth it. You heard the cliche, don't sweat the small stuff. It's true. If it's a big thing, then you've got to consider it. And my main consideration is this. Is the person who has done a dastardly thing or things continuing to hurt other people? You heard me, you get one shot. That's it. You're done. Okay? But I'm an observer. If I see them continuing to hurt people, then I'll go after them. And I'll do it in a lawful way, in a precise way. But I'm not one of these, oh, I'm just going to let it all go and forgive everyone. And that's not what Jesus preached. It's, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. But these people, they know they're doing evil things and continue to do them. That's the list that I have in settling scores. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 
2456000 These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. 